I'm Peggy. I'm Laura. And we are Urban Booze. And kicking off Women's History Month, we have invited and we have the pleasure of having two special guests with us, uh, Teresa and Duali from Chorology Vines. And we're really excited about hearing their story. And, and because they're like-minded women, you know, we're going to talk about how we're spreading black girl magic in the wine world, at least trying. <laughs> so welcome, ladies. Hi. Thanks Thank for you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. It was so, so thrilled to, to find out about you. And of course, when I saw the corkscrew, that was my first introduction to you. Yeah. And uh, I told Lawrence, I got to have that. Yeah. 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 Um, Peggy is very big on making everything beautiful and we were at Happy Cork and we saw the the corpses, we saw your products mm -hmm. and when Peggy said, oh, we've got to, she, first we were like, well, I want this, I want that and then she said, let's talk to these ladies and I said, hey, yeah, let's talk to these yeah. ladies and that was my introduction to you. I thought that you were manufacturers, that you were making different products and Peggy said, well, did you look at this site? And I said, yes, yes, yes. And I realized you ladies are doing everything. You're not just looking at... You're doing the darn thing. You're doing, you're doing exactly, you're doing Thank all you. of it. And we wanted to talk with you just to find out why and, and how and when and what. But let's go back to the name. Where did you get that name from? That's so different. Well, um, we just wanted something that would stand out from what's out there. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just put crew, which is premier, the best of uh, vintage or wine, and ology means the study of. So it's the study of all things wine. Oh, there's something new today. Yeah, so crew, yeah. see, you know, my mind died. My mind, the glue crew, it. we're down with the crew. Down with the crew! Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> Bronx. Yeah, the, the, uh, the birth of it was definitely started with that word crew, and then we just kept playing around, and then we were like, oh, gee, and, and it just clicked. And it's like, it's what, it's what we do. It's why we, you know, we love wine. We, we're passionate about wine, so, yeah. That's cool. So yeah. how long has this whole process been going on? Um, well, Chorology Vines Incorporated has been going on for a year, a little mm -hmm. over a little year. Over a year. Mm -hmm. But um, we've had this love of wine for a very, a very, time. very, very long time. Mm -hmm. So this is just something that had to happen. Yeah. Okay, well, and that's the question I always ask. Mm -hmm. How did you grow up with wine? What was wine in your household growing up as a kid in African-American people of color homes? Mm -hmm. How was wine introduced to you? Um, I remember I was, it was introduced to me at a very young age. Um, we didn't have wine with dinner all the time, but there was, you know, I'm, Domin I'm Dominican, so... Uh, growing up Dominican, everything was about food. Mm -hmm. And so um, we had, you know, a lot, it was always a food thing and there was always drinks, but not as much wine. And then my first introduction to wine uh, was a very, very sweet wine. Um, and uh, I thought it was fantastic. Do you yeah, remember Manischewitz. the name, Manischewitz? <laughs> that was actually what it was. It was actually Manischewitz. It's always Manischewitz. And yeah. um, I thought it was fantastic. And, you know, for a while, that's all I drank. And then as I got older, my palate evolved. So I can't do anything sweet anymore, but... Yeah, I'll always remember Mash. <laughs> I remember the commercial. Man, oh man, it's Shepherds. <laughs> I just thought it was kicked up Welch's, you know. And I, well, put that down. Really See, is. that was my introduction. Put that down, that's not for you. Right. Uh, what about you, Teresa? Um, well, my grandmother, um, she lived in North Carolina. And my mother's originally from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, my father's from Harlem. But every summer, I would go down to North Carolina, and she had a farm. 
uh, grapevines, and they used to make rye whiskey, and they used to make wine. Mm. Yeah, see, Laura knows about whiskey. I'm still, right. trying, I'm still on that journey. <laughs> so, so when you're a little, you know, you have what everybody else is having. Right. You mm. have some coffee. You have some little bit of this. You have a little taste of that. And I know they used to store it in these, these barrels with this bamboo straw. And I can remember just, you know, everyone's taking a sip and, you know, I'm standing up on my tippy toes mm -hmm. to take a little sip. My, um, my father, my, my grandmother is from Western Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and, well, Maryland, but then my, my dad grew up in Western Pennsylvania and they make something called pick. And that, you know, the whole thing with the straws, you know, mm -hmm. it's all the fruit and it gets put in a barrel mm -hmm. and, you know, the kids are sipping on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be for the holidays, but the kids are there sipping on it. And so, you know, it's like that when you talked about that sipping, I was like, yeah, I've got that memory of mm -hmm. getting in the basement. What are you kids doing in the basement? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> sipping the pick. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't have that. I was a straight up city kid. I would be one of those that would look at those who are going to, you know, down going south down for the south summer. For the like, summer. Mm -hmm. don't we know anybody down south? Yeah. I was like, no. When they said we can leave, we, we all left. left. <laughs> and we never came back. My family's from somewhere. I think they said an Indian reservation in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And literally, they mm -hmm. all left mm -hmm. uh, with, the, with the whole black migration. Mm -hmm. right. It was... Uh, some in Tennessee, mm -hmm. some went to Chicago, and then some went to New York. So mm -hmm. I didn't have that fond memory of wine. You know, there's lots of beer. I remember Rheingold mm -hmm. beer, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, every Sunday my family would come, and they would drink beer, and they would have their whiskey and such. But so I, yeah. I always had a different uh, point of view on wine. It was something that I couldn't touch. And then seeing that I had a couple of alcoholics in my family, I thought, well, I don't know if I want to do that. So, you know, yeah. this is why Urban Booze started, because I was just curious. I got tired of seeing everybody else enjoy wine and enjoy beer. And I'm thinking, why am I the only one just not enjoying it? Right. Why am I the only one who doesn't know what right. goes mm -hmm. with what? And darn you know. it, it got to be good since so many people are doing it. Yeah. Right? And, and the there Europeans, must be a way to do it right. without getting ridiculous and sloppy yes, and absolutely. diabetes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's that's what you know my my uncles battled it and they mm -hmm. lost they mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's like well you know you can't drink anymore or you're gonna go blind well i don't need to see there's nothing else to see if you're gonna lose your feet <laughs> where's my drink you know and it's right. that when you see that it's like i don't need anything that's gonna make me think i don't need right. to see i don't right. need anything but it's also, how is everybody else managing this? Right, and we right. can't manage it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, let me learn. Let me try. Let me see what's happening here. So well, going back to what you were saying, mm -hmm. um, how, how do I enjoy the wine? Yeah. I, think, I think that um, what we do is, you know, it's, it's, you can pair the wine with foods. Mm -hmm. And that's great because we, we do that on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. also, you can enjoy it without the food. Right. So right. it's really, you know, well, you have to find something that you really like. Right. We have found one, and one of the things that we've learned is the low alcohol content. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Big's bruschetta, mm -hmm. right. uh, it, is, it is only 5% alcohol by volume. It is mm -hmm. delicious. Mm -hmm. it, we, so we took a sip, we said, this is good. This is our book reading wine. This right. is our, you could still focus your mind. You, you're a little mm -hmm. relaxed, but you can still focus everything. Enjoy the flavor. Enjoy the relaxing and not feel like, oh, I'm going to be too drunk for anything else because I, right. you know, took a sip of this wine. Yeah. And we didn't have to eat. 
it could enhance mm -hmm. a meal, but mm -hmm. this was also, this was mm -hmm. a good drinking wine. Right. So when you look for a wine, are you looking at the, the percentage of alcohol? Sometimes. Sometimes I looked, you know, different things catch my eye. Mm -hmm. I drank a wine that um, Peggy and I were laughing about it. I think they put Eartha Kitt on the mm -hmm. label. And yeah. it Embracing, like I embracing, think. Embracing, right. Yeah. And it, that particular, it was like a retro vintage, very beautiful okay. black Picture, woman. Black woman. Yeah. And, you know, the eyeliner was done just so. And yeah. my cousin had just done the same thing, and I was teasing her. I said, oh, you know, you're, you're moonlighting as a model label, a wine model label. Mm -hmm. And so I bought the wine, and it was a Chardonnay. And I don't know anything about Chardonnay, but what am I having for dinner? And so I had it. It, it was very light, very crisp. And I probably had like ribs and greens or something. Yeah, <laughs> but it <laughs> you know, went well. It went well. Right. But I would never. Ha I don't. I don't think. Oh, what I want to get to the point where I say, mm -hmm. when I'm at the supermarket, what goes well with what I'm cooking. Right. And tonight's dinner might be baked mac and cheese with sausage and spinach in it. What wine goes well with that? But it's also going to be what wine was priced to move when I was at the store right. and what mm -hmm. did we pull out of the drawer to open, you know, to drink. And I expect it all to go well. I, you know, that's part of my thing, whether I spend $5 or $25, right. it better taste good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and we, we kind of kind of throw traditional rules out with urban booze. We just right. we just want to buy something. A lot of times it's a label that's attracted to us. Mm -hmm. um, right. You know, we kind of explored Vinbox and, and got their rosés because we wanted we were curious about rosés. And mm -hmm. one of them we thought was horrible. But then I had had made some jambalaya. And when we ate the jambalaya and drank the wine, it did something to the wine. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, when you so usually, yeah, usually when you pair, um, especially like I think we mentioned this before. Um, we we're talking about how sometimes certain wines um, help. Well, certain foods help out the wine. Yes, mm -hmm. so yes. If the wine is not exactly the greatest, which I've I've witnessed wines, especially Chardonnay, I struggle with Chardonnay sometimes, especially if it's too oaky. Um, I'll find something to save it with, whether it's with a really bold, you know, chicken or duck. And then I'll, you know, it'll taste better and it's tolerable. You could drink it and it's yes. okay, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not to get drunk, but it's more like to just have that right. nice and meal. That yeah. meal right? And that's it. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a matter of tr tasting a lot of stuff and, and being open. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. where we are. We're, that's what we're, we're interested doing. in yeah. tasting a lot of things. Well, we found um, True Wine Connoisseurs. They have mm -hmm. a go-to-your-head red. Red, yeah. It's a super 12% volume. Okay. But... I will do Luscious. a jerk chicken, Oof. which is yeah. powerful, powerful right. flavors. That wine goes with that wine stands up. You're mm -hmm. not washing away, you know, right. the food is not wiping that flavor out of but your But I also had it with palate. the chicken and broccoli from the mm -hmm. Chinese store. And it was good. It was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was smooth, um, and, and I'm trying to refine my palate. You know, I'm mm -hmm. not quite there. So I want to get started with red, you right. know, because, you know, I had always had the point of view when I ordered wine, I would do the safe way and go, oh, why is infidel? You know, I right, had right. no idea what white infidel meant. Now I'm just like, what is white infidel? Right. What is Chardonnay? You know, what's Moscato? That's a dessert wine, but why are we all drinking it? Mm -hmm. And uh, when we spoke with Mr. Biggs, he says, we all grew up on Kool-Aid and sweet drinks. So that's yeah. why as we got older, we gravitate, in, you know, quite immediately to something that's sweet. sweet. Mm -hmm. And then we talked to Coviello you know, about his, and he's like, you know, you, you have to kind of graduate yourself right. to dry right. and get there. Right. And I think I'm finally starting to get there because last year I, I wasn't. 
Yeah, I think after a while, you like I said earlier too. Um, you know, with with the sweet wines, that's how I started. But then eventually, I started to. I mean, I thought it was either too sweet. Or I was getting headaches. And then I started to try different stuff. Some some of it was a little bit too bold, and I'm like, ooh, I can't do that. That's too dry. But again, if you save it with a steak, it, it mm -hmm. just, it's okay. Well, like um, you said with the Chardonnay, it's right. oaky. I always thought Chardonnays taste like cigars. Right. So it's like, I don't want to eat cigar ash. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but this one, it was light. Mm -hmm. It was bright. It went well. Mm -hmm. I had um, kale. Right. Cooked kale or cooked collard, collard mm. kale mix and some ribs. Yeah. Because that's how we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it sounds delicious. Yeah. Now, you guys are into merchandising. How did you do that leap? Uh, we just started doing research, right, on, like, where to find some good, you yeah, know. Yeah, and we just, we just yeah. said, well, well what, what do we want to buy from right. other people? Right. And mm -hmm. so how can we, um, mm -hmm. you know, expand what we're doing mm -hmm. with our, our brand? Mm -hmm. So we like glasses. Mm -hmm. I love your decanter. Yes. yes, that's quite intriguing, yeah. and that's a need because that for will, the red wine, yeah, yeah, that that will change how your yes, wine will taste. I just learned that like mm -hmm. a few months ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we didn't always know that either, and you know, it, it, I remember reading up on we were both reading up on decanting and. We got this, I remember buying this wine that I wasn't too crazy about, and I'm like, okay, let's see, if, let's see, let's put this to the test, and just pouring it in the decanter, leaving it for, like, maybe close to overnight, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next day, sipping it, and you're like, oh, wow, this totally tastes different. This tastes a lot better. <laughs> we had, we had that, that, that experience, similar experience, mm -hmm. where... We opened something mm -hmm. at Peggy's. We tasted it. We were like, right. So then Miss Peggy's like, all right, we Peggy, throw, it throw anything away. Mm -hmm. She's going to deal with it later. Right. She'll make it a sangria. She'll make it or right. something. Then later we came back and I was like, this tastes good. Right. Why does this taste good? Because of the oxygen got mm -hmm. to it. and Yeah, we didn't know that. Breathe, right. yeah. The Merlot even tasted better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, we, we've been doing a lot with Mr. Biggs because he has been so incredibly generous. First of all, he has 25 different varieties that he distributes. I think eight he makes of his own. And uh, he's just been letting us just learn through his wines. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I just... It has been a great education. It yeah. really has been, yeah. We need to meet this, Mr. Biggs. You, you will, you will on May 2nd at our wine tasting. Yeah, we are actually, um, at his, it'll be featuring his eight wines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and we're really, really excited about it. His story, you know, how... Look, someone who started the hip-hop game right. when it was just kind of connecting stuff to the light post in the Bronx and mm -hmm. laying cardboard out and b-boys out there, you know. For him to have been able to have capitalized and used his money the right way. Right, mm -hmm. right. You yeah. know, yeah. so what a story, you know, and I'm sure he'll share, you know, at the wine tasting. Uh, and you can probably, if you'll go back on our YouTube and listen to our interview, uh, you know, he talks about how someone pulled him into the wine game and he had no idea. Right. And his wine, his grapes are from Italy. Mm -hmm. And he has that, oh God, what is that? He has that seal of approval. It's almost like the wine industry seal of approval, DOCC. Mm -hmm. Oh, the D okay, yes. yeah, the DOCC, that's on the top label. That's on the top yeah. label, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. He's got that on his wines. Wow. Because that's where he gets his wine. He gets his grapes, sources them from a specific region mm -hmm. in, in Italy. Italy. And yeah. he said they might be only pressed once. Right. He says, as opposed to, of course, I said, I, I kind of stumbled, so I like barefoot. He goes, yeah, well, that was stepped like 50,000 times. Right, that right. was stumped. <laughs> right. That was stumped, exactly. But the, um, but, but here's why, they, you, here's the thing, my, what I'll call at this point, unrefined palate mm -hmm. can taste the difference. Right. Yeah. You know, immediately, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is something. Right, you know, yeah. Immediate, you know, you recognize that immediately. Mm -hmm. 
So now where are you guys going to take Chorology Vines? Where in your dream of dreams? Hmm. We have a lot of dreams of dreams. Well, I can tell. You got a lot going on. <laughs> right. we have a lot. Initially, I thought it was like, oh, they're manufacturing all these great things. Yeah, That's great. We, um, we, we, we've played with the idea, especially uh, having our own wine one day. Mm. Um, something that, you know, because we, we, we are very passionate. We love tastings. Mm. We love mm-hmm. trying different things. Um, we're always sharing different, like, oh, did you try this new wine? We're always sharing notes on stuff like that. Um, so our, our dream is to eventually do that. Um, at the t- that would be like the the pinnacle. The, the, the pinnacle. Yeah. Yeah. Have you considered regions like I know Long Island, Hudson Valley? I've been hearing a lot now a yeah, buzz about Valley. Hudson Valley. Hudson um, you know, in fact, I got approached by someone who wanted me to work with her on a a vegan wine tasting in Hudson Valley. And I said, well, Urban Boots, we're not quite there yet, but we'll you know yeah. we'll take another consideration. I mean, with us, we just want to. I want to be able to go into a, a wine store. And not be overwhelmed because right. right now mm-hmm. for me it's sensory overload and I don't know what do I do when I go in right. mm-hmm. and so what advice would you give for someone like myself like I know I, I my tastes have gotten better but I'm not loyal to any one particular brand but it's just too much right. when I walk in the store I mean we talked a lot about this too mm-hmm. as one of our things that we want to kind of focus on too uh, especially immediate goals like helping people really understand how to shop for wine or mm-hmm. how to choose the wine that they want, um, whether it's through food or just, you know, what are you in the mood to taste, you know? Uh, what is your palate? What are you craving, kind of? Um, the advice we would give is just find, like like Teresa was just saying, find that one wine at least that you really, really like. Mm-hmm. Um, have an open mind when you go into the wine store and then, you know, try it a few times and then say, okay, let me see if they have another type of grape mm-hmm. that they might sell. Let me try that one. And then little mm-hmm. by little, you'll start to, you know. And there's a lot of um, different wine uh, boutiques or wine stores right. now that they have um, Thank goodness. tasting. Right, mm-hmm. so you can taste yeah, it. Yeah, so you can yeah. go in and you can taste, um, oh, instead of buying, oh, let me just taste this first. And you right. can talk to somebody at the store about the wine, about mm-hmm. the you know, um, mm-hmm. Happy Cork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for Happy Cork. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. They have tastings every Wednesdays and Fridays. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. usually more. You mm-hmm. have to look at their, you know, I IG love page. that. Mm-hmm. And that's great for the people mm-hmm. who live in Brooklyn. Right. Mm-hmm. I live near Long Island and I go in there and unfortunately folks are not speaking English that well. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, and it's there and it's huge. It's like a warehouse kind of situation. Where do you usually go? Um, in Valley Stream, uh, there is a, a wine store. I don't remember the name because it's near my son's karate school. And I go in there and I was asking questions and he was like, what, what? You know, yeah. so I'm like. Is it next to a barbershop? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you if you go a little further down to Lindbrook. Yes. Which is like five minutes yeah. away. It's on the left-hand side. Go to Cappy's. Thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> I walk in. I have to check that place out. Because it's annoying to me. Because I walk yeah. You You know, it's yeah. a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to get something. Yeah. And I don't know what to get. And, right. uh, you know, how do you get somebody. And also, what we also want to do is someone who's just stuck on that, I am a red wine person or I am a white right. wine. We want through Urban Booze and what we do is to get them to kind of branch out a little bit so how do we get somebody who's a staunch white to consider a red like what would be the first starter probably pinot noir because it's it's not as strong it's not as bold most of them Mm -hmm. i would say right it's a little lighter it's a little has a little bit of uh, sweetness to it right um so it just won't you know shock you shock your system and say oh this is too dry we had a couple Mm -hmm. couple that did that
Oh, 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 oh,